I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Frank, 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 Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. Oh, just imagine that you're in a little cosy log cabin, all tucked in, all cosy in your bed, and it's lovely and warm as a log fire in the hearth, and outside you can hear the wind whistling and the trudging of strangers going through the cold, cold night. But we're all nice and lovely and toasty in here. That's how it is in the Absolute Radio studios, as we see it, as the cold weather rages outside. I'm Frank Skinner. <laughs> Remember me? And um, I'm with uh, Emily Dean and Laura Solon. One boy. Go, Elvis. Two little girls. And he did go. And, um, and this no is. to two little girls either. Uh, that was all I've, I've heard there. Mm. Not little. No. No. Over um, the age. Um, not uh, the weekend podcast is what this is. And um, it's lovely of you to um, to download. Mm. I love a download. Oh. When you really want one. <laughs> There's nothing better, is there? Anyway. <laughs> so, look, let me... I, I need your advice, um, Laura. Oh, is that not, is Laura that not cleared up? Now, I tell you what, I've been getting um, emails from a lady called Sue... Oh, oh, God. Now, I know what it sounds like. It sounds like a mad fan thing, but I don't think this person knows who I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because my email isn't in, isn't in my Frank Skinner name. Right. But I've received about between 40 and 50 emails, all of which... 50? Yes, all of which have a combination of um, three different photographs... Uh, four different photographs. Oh, God. Yes. There's a, a, a white outside table and chairs with what looks like a, a conch shell in the middle of the table, as if it might be used to, to call neighbours to a crisis. And then there's a carport with a, a car, like a sort of outside garage lean-to with a very mm. small car, much too small. A carport? Is, car. is this lady American? She, I, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a kind of a white wooden house. Well, she resides in America. It could, it could be Subo. Who knows? Well, there's another picture of... Um, yeah, well, she's called Sue. It's possible. And, she, and, and she, you did go back to her West Lothian abode once. I did, but mm. that's... Uh, I don't know <laughs> if she'd be capable of putting together an attachment... <laughs> Of any kind. Um, the other picture is a, is, a, is a rickety white fence leading up to um, balcony doors. And the final one, the one that's featured most heavily, mm. is a picture of Sue's... Um, she has an illuminated plastic cactus... Of course she does. ..that wears a red Stetson. Why wouldn't she? Now, I've received, just just from a, a casual glance through the emails I haven't deleted from Sue, I can see this picture has been sent to me <laughs> at least four times with the following um, subject titles oh, on the email. What does it say? Gather ye round for this. Uh, and they are My Xmas Tree. What, the cactus? Yeah. Oh, that's And then a shame. My Xmas Cactus. Mm. Um, she got it right the second time. Yeah. Yeah. No subject. I think she got it right the third time. <laughs> and my particular favourite, here she is. Oh, the cactus. <laughs> yeah. As if it's something, when are you going to send me that cactus you've been telling here me about? Here she is. I mean, it's I, like you know, Onassis' yacht or something. Yeah. yeah. 
And this is t- t- a terrible plastic cat. But anyway, I, she, when she'd sent me about 30, I thought this is... She obviously... Um, the friend she's sending them to has got a name a bit similar to me, so we've probably got oh, a similar address. That's what it is. So I wrote to her and I said, um, I began, dear Sue, I am not your friend. Oh. Oh, I've begun many an email like that, Frank. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I hope she didn't take that the wrong way, because there is a hint of Kathy Bates in misery to the yeah. photographs. Do you know what? I I just looked at them. I think at some point you're going to get a picture that shows an arm. Like, it's pictures to a, l- evidence severed, of a crime. Like, it's going to be one of those things. They're sending pictures to, a de- to you, well, look, and you're going to have to turn detective to work out what horrible oh. thing has happened. There will be, there'll be a severed arm and the yeah. subject line will still be, here she is. Yeah, and then there'll be, <laughs> oh, in the no. background you'll get a magnifying glass and see that a copy of your autobiography <gasps> will be on the shelf at the back. I don't think she knows, but who knows? I mean, that red Stetson could have a head in it, what? for all I know. Uh, what did you say then? You said, I'm not your friend. How I did said, you I'm not your friend. Um, I don't think, in, I, I, these photos um, shouldn't be coming to me. Uh, I think you <laughs> need, I said you need to check the address, you know, and I thought that would be enough. And then I got um, all four photos in one document <laughs> saying, um, did you get them? Sorry, they're not reaching you. Um, did you get them this time? And I thought, no, no, I didn't say they weren't oh. reaching me. I said they were reaching me. And if they weren't reaching me, how could they have possibly emailed you to say that they weren't? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have even known you'd sent them, Sue. I think Sue is of a certain age. I'm imagining that... I mean, I, I don't know anything about Sue apart from her, um, her, her conch and her cactus. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all you need to know about a woman. But um, I, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean about the severed arm. Yeah. yeah. I think it could be one of those American stories when um, she's had a, her idiot brother working as a slave for her. <laughs> yeah. And um, he's died and she hasn't got the heart to bury him. She can't afford to. Yeah. And now he's in nine Tesco bags under the carport, if they have Tesco out And there. an illuminated Walmart. cactus. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I, I don't know, what else can I say to her? Well, she probably thinks she's sending them to her friend again, but why, why didn't she stop when the friend didn't respond for 30 emails? I think she just thinks they're not getting through. There must be another reason for sending uh, 50 emails of the same pictures. Here are some pictures of my home. I'd get legal on this. Do you think? Mm, yeah. It could, be a, it could be some kind of weird virus that's reading your um, computer hard drive and stealing your personal information. Yeah, really? I don't know. I'm just saying things. Oh, no, I'm worried. I imagine the police showing me this picture of this middle-aged woman with, you know, half bald, holding up her blood mm, With a plaster over one. Knife. Over one. <laughs> and the detective saying, here she is. Here she is. <laughs> if you get one with a subject line, hey, Mr. Man, I yeah. would panic then. Why? Because that's what Kathy Bates used to say in Misery. Oh, yeah. If there's a picture off. of a ceramic penguin <laughs> facing due south... Yeah, I'll... I'll yeah. I'll just presume that's con- from The you. conch is ceramic. I've looked at these, Frank, and I tell you what, nice car. Do you think? I mean, if you weren't attached, and happily so... Could not nice cat. Maybe she's so. trying to meet a man. Yeah, Honestly. But that might not be her car. That'll be the car of someone who's... Stop asking where the garage, <laughs> yeah. the nearest garage is. Yeah. Yeah. She said it's it's through here in my basement. Come yeah. here, I'll direct you. So that, Put your head on this. Sword. Anyway, anyway, I, that's my current. Oh, I, I, I can't look at my inbox. <laughs> she sent me a, a recent, uh, uh, most recent was it's snowing in the Azmuts. 
which I think could be Arizona mountains, maybe. And it's a video that lasts, I would say... Well, maybe it's some terrible euphemism, Frank. Well, I, the video lasts about <laughs> 0.8 of a second, <laughs> I would I say. I watched the video. I think it was supposed to be... Um, <laughs> I think it was supposed to be a photo, and she's pressed the video tape. There's a very sharp move, and it's gone. <laughs> And a hint of snow, no more. A powdering. We've got we've got uh, American listeners, so who knows? Maybe someone who knows. We can't say. I don't want to say a surname. No, but she's called. If you know someone called Sue, who's got uh, an illuminated cactus <laughs> and a conch on a table. Yes, yes. If she's got. Uh... Anyway, enough of that. I mm. just it's, it's been nagging at me. Mm. What else? I tell you what else. Um, Laura mm. has been. I'd say. I'd go so far as to say she's been boasting, Frank. I've not. I've not been boasting. I've just discovered. Oh, this is Laura Town, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've just discovered, to my not not insubstantial pleasure, that there is a town called Solon in Ohio, the states. Over in the states. Over in the states. And just so you know, anyone who might run into Frank, he loves people that say the states. No, no, the I states. really don't. <laughs> And so I was looking, and, and I, I've become quite a fan, quite a regular visitor to its homepage, Solon, Ohio. And it has um, an active stream recycling programme. I don't know what that is, but it sounds positive. It has a deer problem. Oh. It has curbside leaf collection for 2011, will run from October through mid-December. Is a deer problem a problem that it holds very close no, to its No, it's actually <laughs> an animal, animal problem. They have to cull deer. But I'm wondering, if I lived in Solon, Ohio... Mm. Would that make my life better? Because they'd think you were one of the founders. They think I owned it. Because you could go around lording it. Yeah, I'd be like, this is my town. That's the way it worked in America. Luckily, I've read the deposition. I could. Yeah. Well, people would just. They'd, yeah. they'd, fought, they'd just the establish sun, a mm. town and name mm. it after themselves. It became mm. a city on, on the 6th of December in 1860, so it's recently. Oh, it's a city? Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought it was like what, some no. tiny place. No, but there is, there is a place called Skinner Town. In Polk County, Texas. I like the sound of it so and far. That sounds rather mm. redneck. Yeah, that's yeah. it's, it's not <laughs> a I think place you, you might visit. There'll be a lot of people with bloodhounds and pickup trucks yeah. there. Your elbow will get bitten by a very angry <laughs> pig. That'll be the sort there. of place where the bloke gets into the pickup yeah. truck to go out and his dog just jumps in the back without having to be told. Yeah. And his I wife. Love, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be. Um, Polk County. Polk County. I remember there's a place, I think it's called Lesotho County, and it's where Jerry Lee Lewis lived for a while. And Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, the great rock and roll singer, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there was he, there was rumours that he might have um, he might have killed his wife. Oh, um, dear. In fact, two of them. One drowned in a... In a he had in two a, wives that died. Yes. One of them drowned in the swimming pool, I think, right. if I remember rightly. And they said in court, is it not true that the night before you'd said you wouldn't be happy till she was at the bottom of the river? <laughs> and Jerry Lee Lewis said, yes, but if I'd have meant swimming pool, I'd have said swimming pool. <laughs> it's a great defence. <laughs> and the other, I think the other one committed... Uh, uh, forgive me if I'm wronging Jerry Lee here, but um, he... Um, I think she took an overdose of sleeping tablets, but she took them in an unusual way in that she ground them into powder and mixed them up with her coffee. Mm. That's like Sarah's doing to you. 
I think that might be with the poison too. Mm. But anyway, I saw a a thing about this, and they interviewed a bloke who was from the Lesotho County uh, Justice Department. And obviously Jerry Lee Lewis is a massive hero there. And and the guy said, uh, well, he says, they're going to convict Jerry Lee Lewis in Lesotho County. He's going to have to do a lot more and kill a couple of wives. (laughs) 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 Just kill a couple of wives. Oh, so yeah, so that's what I'm imagining. Poke. Yeah, counties, I don't. Like. You've got well, you've got Skinnerton. You've got so do I. I've got the Forest, Forest of Dean. Dean which is Forest not... of Dean. Have you still got that? <laughs> I thought that went years ago. It's there's been some deforestation. <laughs> oh, yes. It is an area of outstanding oh. natural beauty. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard that. Mm. Lovely. Is it a day a problem? Much visited. <laughs> Much visited. <laughs> yes. It's one of the most popular tourist attractions. <laughs> is it National Trust? I think it's English heritage. Don't uh, oh, it certainly is. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, There's no littering. I went. Oh um, no! I went on a road trip once <laughs> across America, and we stopped at this very small town, and there was uh, this waitress. Mm. It was a, a t- sort of girl, youngish girl, attractive, in a kind of a, you know lives in a mobile home kind of way. God bless <laughs> her, and. Uh, and she said, uh, after a while, she came up to the and she said, so, uh, what do you guys do? Mm. And one of the blokes said, well, he's on, uh, you know, he's on television and stuff in English. She said, you're on television? She said, um, oh, I've, I know, uh, I know uh, some celebrities. I had, uh, <laughs> had a one-night stand with Val Kilmer. <laughs> Laura, we'd been speaking to her for, like, a minute and a half. And, uh... I just, you know, I said, I'm eating. <laughs> yeah. This is the only way you can, yes. One night stand with Val Kilmer. I, w- I would have done in earlier years. I don't think he's aged that well. No, oh, no. Well, I mean, he had, he married pretty, the, uh, he married Well, he's a bit Wally, of a good time innkeeper. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's had some good times. And that will take yeah. its toll on your looks. Yeah, that yes. will, that will make you look lived in. Mm. If you've had a good time. Yes. Mm. Well, there's, <laughs> there's no room at the lived in. <laughs> Yeah. No room at the premiere in. <laughs> Never let that be said. No, you have to book online, that's why. You can't just turn mm. up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Um, well, so do you think you'll ever go? Because you spend some time in America. Are you not tempted to go I to am Seoul? very tempted just to take tonnes of photographs of myself. And, and and I then was Googling the town, and there's lots of headlines about Solon wins again in the basketball league. And I thought... Oh. I could, you know, put these up around my home. Yeah, I could a, really be a, support, be a friend of the town. And, and the then if I turn was... up, I would expect, in my head, I expect a lot of people will be impressed by the fact... I bet the Solons live in there. I met them, maybe. The Solons live in there. Sounds like something they say on Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the Solons have inhabited yeah, this planet. To, to populate yeah, I bet, I bet you'd get great stickers, though, and there's T-shirts a, with Solon on it. There's a pub sorts. called the Rusty Bucket. I bet i get a free beer... In there, if I walked in, yeah. I said my name's Solon, and they'd be like, "Wow, so's our town." <laughs> I know, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Can it. I have a house, please? I, I, Can I be mayoress? Please go and then come back and tell us about what happened there, because I'd be, I'd be so excited I about think, that. I think it's a one-off documentary series, and um, maybe you'll stay in, stay in an odd hotel. Mm. Mm. About, about that for a link. Well, it's funny you should be mentioning <laughs> hotels, Frank. <laughs> because I've had one of my unfortunate experiences. Yes, oh, yes. You know, you sometimes have one of your falls, mm. as you say. I've had one of my unfortunate experiences. No, I, I love it when this happens. <laughs> well, I know you do. 
Um, I took my mother away. Uh, it's lovely. I love girls who still hang out with their mothers. It's a nice thing mm. to do. It is. It's beautiful. And um, I decided we'll go for a girls' weekend. Mm. So the only stipulation she had is I do want to watch Strictly Come Dancing, darling, on a Saturday. <laughs> I said, fair enough. Yeah, I, who wouldn't? Yeah, we can set aside the four now hours down necessary. Now finished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just the one show. So this, I'm not going to name and shame it. Um, okay. But it's, let's say, it's a five-star hotel. It's mm. a very posh hotel. So, you know, I was full of expectation, I often am. Yeah, quite right. The, the auspices went slightly awry from the beginning, Frank. When they showed us to our room, mm. we'd obviously booked a twin room. There were two of us. Showed us, showed us. This woman showed us to the room. She said there was one very small bed in it. Mm. I said, "Oh dear, there are two of us." She went, yes, I know. I said, "Yeah, there are, <laughs> there are two of us." Was though. it Nancy Delolia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was it wasn't Nancy. dissimilar in some ways. Oh, okay. I said there are two of us. She went, "Yes, I know, but this room nicer." I said, "I don't care." I said, "I want two beds, please." Of course. So a row ensued. I ended up a saying row? I don't want to sleep with a seventy-year-old. <laughs> no. Oh, you've changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. My mother said, "I'm not being rude, but I don't really want to share a bed with you either, darling." Yeah. Why don't you just say I don't want to share a bed with my mother? Why did you have to specify age? Well, I just thought it was. Well, you're right, actually. Yes. But I just—it sounds better as an argument yeah. if you're generalising. Yes, exactly. It suggests what... that you have certain rules. <laughs> did you say it aloud so other people would yes, hear I it? Did. Yes, just the door that. was ajar <laughs> in the corridor. So how did they resolve? So anyway, so we had this furious argument. She wouldn't let it lie. The woman. She said, "We took decision. It's a nicer room." So I said, look, I'd rather be in the horrible part of the hotel, which mm. you're now making me imagine it's horrible. Yes. I said, let's mm. go there. So we went, after some duration, we went to the horrible part of the hotel, watched Strictly Come Dancing. We booked a table at about half eight for dinner. I rung downstairs just to check our tables ready. What? I'm just checking our tables ready for 8.30. It's not dinner tonight. Why was she doing both jobs? <laughs> I don't know. They all had a similar accent. Oh, this was not, a, not the same woman. This was another woman. Okay. <laughs> That's a faulty towel. She said, Manuel. There's no dinner. I said, well, what do you mean? She went, the kitchen exploded. And then the phone went dead. Oh. So I said, the kitchen's exploded. So I rung down again, furiously. <laughs> oh, my God, you should have seen me. I rung down again. I said, I'm trying to find out what's happened to my dinner reservation tonight. She said, there's gas explosion. I said, well, what am I going to do? She said, there's nice places down the road. God, she was advising me to go exit the hotel. So, well, I hope you put some very strongly worded feedback comments on the slip in well, the hotel no, book if, binder. I'm afraid I, I then got nasty, I'm uh, afraid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised it's taken this long. <laughs> you got your gun. Yeah, I'd have thought you'd have gone yeah. nasty quite she, early. I got very nasty. Um, she then, well, she relented. She said, OK, I can do pastries in the lobby. Carbs in a lobby. She's bragging. That's my idea of Hades. That's low level. Mm, pastries in the lobby. <laughs> I know. I know. Mm, pastries in the lobby is not I the same. I can do pastries in the lobby. That's not good for dinner, Frank. I'm no. sorry. That's not a dinner. No. Especially if you were taking your mum away for a special treat. Well, I then there was a posh restaurant next door to the hotel. I said, "Do you know what?" I like starting it with, "Do you know what?" <laughs> that gives them a sense of what's to come. <laughs> I said, "Do you know what?" If I were you. I'd arrange for us to have dinner at that restaurant and I'd pay for it. Oh, clever. And they did. Did they? Yes. A lot of people... I ordered champagne, Frank. Did you, you yes. order champagne? Yes. Oh, God, you <laughs> twisted the knife. Yeah. Did you order the cheese board, which was £5 extra? Um, I think that's brilliant. Mm. I, see, I, 
I, I think I'm a pretty good complainer, but I don't know if I'd have, I, I certainly wouldn't have ordered the champagne. <laughs> I don't drink, just ordered it and yeah. left it. Yeah, <laughs> left it to go warm. <laughs> exactly. Opened it, left it to go flat Let it go and warm. Flat. <laughs> yeah. Well, the next morning I woke up, they'd slipped a bill through the door for the for the meal. Are you kidding me? Did you go I down in your phone again? I was tapping again. I said, excuse me. I felt so exhausted from arguing. It was like man. being in a... Uh, you know when a long-term relationship's gone very sour <laughs> and all you do is row? Yeah. That's what it felt like. Oh, no, what? you didn't. But don't these places fear those websites where people rate yeah, hotels? They so. fear a bad review. Mm. So I thought these days it meant hotels were better at dealing with customer service. Well, I was able to... I actually stormed out in the end. I was able to say, Mother, we're leaving, which felt quite Anthony <laughs> Perkins and psycho. So I liked it. <laughs> that's, that's very fine. It's... Uh, I, that was... I find if the worse the hotel I stay in, the more likely they're... They are to have a coffee table book that says the world's greatest hotel. Yeah. <laughs> just to rob it in. Yeah, the way you could have stayed. Yeah, just, just think. What, a bit more this, just think what this could have been yeah, like if you were in Marrakesh. <laughs> and you get the wine. Do you ever get the wine trap? Oh, what's the what's wine, trap? wine trap? It's when they put they'll put wine in like an ice bucket with a slight hint that it's a complimentary oh, bottle. And then, oh, do they do that? Yeah, they? and then you drink it, and then it's on your bill, and they say, "Oh no, 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 it's, we just put it there." Oh, when you get to the room, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've had it with water as well. They put. I've had it where yes. the, the oh, water yeah. bottles are on the bedside yeah, tables, the and you think, "Well, of course, bottles. it can't be in the mini bar if it's on no. the bedside table." But <laughs> and it they is. They charge you seventeen pounds. The mini bar is just an abstract concept. Yeah. It's not about that little safe. It's the whole. Whole room is a mini bar. <laughs> I hate that. I stopped um, in a B and B in South End once with a woman called Mrs Bacon. Oh, and, she asked uh, him, what was that? Your plus one, or was that the no, atelier? No, no, no. She was the, uh, the she good was, time innkeeper. She was a good lady there, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if she was a good time innkeeper. She was. Um, I think she is. Uh, I, I I can't explain what happened. I, I arrived with my girlfriend at the time, mm. and uh, we checked in. With mm. Mrs. Bacon, I gave my name, etc. She, we chatted generally about you know this and that, the way you do, and then then, then we went up to our room, and it was quite a new relationship. So we were, we were lying on the bed snogging, almost oh, immediately nice, we got right? into the room. At which point we've been in the room, I'd say f- four minutes, the door burst open. <laughs> There was Mrs. Bacon. She no, was holding not. a frying pan. No, she was standing. <laughs> don't, don't stereotype Mrs. Bacon. <laughs> she was standing there with a couple, um, and the man was carrying a suitcase. Oh, dear. And uh, she said, um, What are you doing in here? <laughs> and I said, Well, we're, I said, we're just. We just, che- we just checked in about about five minutes ago. I remember, she looked and went, name? What? I said, we well, just checked in about four minutes ago. Was it ago. like Memento with Guy Pearce, that she can only remember things in minute time slots? It was terrifying. And, and, and we, the, cop- the couple looked embarrassed. I was I was flushed for so many reasons. Yeah. And it, Mrs Bacon relented and went. And I remember I went and did a, a gig that night at hmm. um, a place called Cliff's Pavilion. And I came back with my girlfriend... And um, she made me do one of those things I only ever do in um, in films: wedge a chair against the bottom of the door. Oh. Case Mrs. Bacon. And, and then I had to search like under the under the bed and in the wardrobe <laughs> to make sure Mrs. Bacon wasn't was, wasn't around. I I had to stay in a B and B in Devon um, when I was on tour, and we got there. And first of all, there was no phone reception, which she hadn't told us. Mm. But she'd given us the address, and it was called something like the Two Furs. And there was a postcode, and it was the sat-nav thing just said, well, it's in this 
50 square mile radius. So mm. we drive around for ages trying to find this house. We eventually get there and we know that someone's in the house, but they're not answering the door. So we mm. keep ringing on this doorbell for ages. In the end, we thought, well, we'll go to the, the pub and then go back. We came back, rang on the doorbell again for 20 minutes. Eventually, her teenage son answers the door and in that breathy voice, like he's just been doing something energetic and suspicious. Oh, it's all going to be Caroline Flack. He opened the door. <laughs> he opened the door and went... <sighs> <sighs> oh no, I don't like the sound of him. Oh, was he the young Darth Vader? <laughs> yeah. And we stayed. And the other weird thing was that we were, we had these two rooms, and they she gave us a list of what we had. We had to choose breakfast the night before, and it was a sort of three-page form. We had to identify. At least exactly. with Mrs. Bacon, you know where you stand. Exactly. Everyone knows what breakfast. <laughs> and I, I just the whole concept of staying in someone's home. We all giving them money, and you're staying there. But it really felt as if we'd you know interrupted yeah you were intrigued I mean she'd gone out for the evening she'd gone out with her friends oh, with her fancy man no left doubt left her son in charge and said whatever you do answer the door don't do something suspicious in the piano room <laughs> this is what it must have been like for the young evacuees mm. coming into the country from uh, from the city during the war mm. I locked you know. my door at night so that's better than putting a chair. Was that because of the young boy? The young boy yeah yeah he didn't want to get, didn't <laughs> want to get out furious activity <laughs> I stayed in a place that had. Um, I st- it was owned by two uh, middle-aged gay men, and they had a room called the Shirley Bassey room. <laughs> they keep an immaculate guest house, I find. Yes, middle-aged gay oh, men. They do. They do. And uh, the Shirley Bassey room had got several pictures of Shirley, but also they they had managed to persuade her when she was performing at the local theatre to come Same. and have dinner at their expense in the Shirley Bassey room. <gasps> And I said, how was she? And they said she was very friendly at the, at the beginning. But then towards the end of the evening, they said she got quite rude. But really, that's what you want from a big star. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it? <laughs> is it? Well, was it know. like when you go to an Indian restaurant and there's pictures of celebrities on the wall? And so like the B&B, was there a picture of her on the bed? Um, no, not on the bed. No. But, but around, in the Shirley Bassey room, she, it was draped. with. I, I once went to an, an Edinburgh pizza parlour mm. and they had a picture of Frankie Valley. Oh, on the wall. No. And I said, oh, is that Frankie Valley? And the guy said, yeah, very, very nice man. And I said, um, I bet I can guess which pizza mm-hmm, he had. Yeah. And he said, uh, I, don't re- I, I don't remember what he had. <laughs> the Hawaiian. I said, no, I bet I can guess. <laughs> I bet I can guess what pizza Frankie Valley. He said, I, 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 I don't know. It was a long time ago. <laughs> no, he wouldn't, go, he wouldn't play your he joke. Wouldn't, he wouldn't he play. play. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't get that joke, I suggest you could have a very lovely time <laughs> in the pizza parlour in Edinburgh. I thought they would call. They would call a pizza after it in his honour. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah the, the, the Frankie Valley pizza. Frankie Valley. I'm not going to say. It. I'm not <laughs> going to explain it. I'm <laughs> not going to. I will not do a comedy and the footnote. Sloppy Giuseppe. <laughs> oh, I love a sloppy Giuseppe. <laughs> so, Frank, I'd like to have a little moan about eating out. Okay. Um. <laughs> Oh, there's always one. <laughs> I think already had a little mouth about eating out, but carry on. Uh, restaurants apparently are introducing a new system. I don't. I fear change sometimes. Yes. And basically, if you bring a cake along, you know people mm. have that habit of they'll bring oh, the cake for the yes. birthday. Yes. They're now thinking of well they have already started charging something called cakeage which is like corkage yeah. but it means every person has to pay a small contribution towards their cake even though the restaurant didn't provide it but some it's... two pounds some two pounds others laura solon well uh, someone who attended a birthday party <laughs> in a certain london restaurant was astounded oh. 
to receive a charge of £60 English pounds for two birthday cakes, which were served as dessert. This is instead of you buying a restaurant dessert. I suppose this is where they put their logic and argument in. Yeah, the Instead of you buying their dessert, you've brought in one. And actually, um, someone put it rather succinctly. Uh, is the, that one of the Daily Mail contributors? You don't, take, you don't take your own food into Pizza Express and have an indoor picnic at their expense. Ten folks sharing a cake whilst pastry chefs fiddle is a similar situation. I like the idea. That sounds lovely. You've been out, doesn't it, with the pastry yeah. chefs fiddling like, like a burns. gypsy band? <laughs> No, I, well, I have to say, I feel probably I should be on the side of the people mm. on this, but I'm not really. I would never dream of taking my own food into a restaurant. I think if it's a fancy restaurant, isn't it a bit insulting as well? Well, anywhere, if, yeah. you, you know, I, if you walk around, like, you know when you get, like, the, the food bit in a market? Yeah. Mm. You get people who say, this is our seating, only sit <laughs> here if you've, if you've shopped yeah. at, um, at, the, at the Pork Emporium. So it's it's the norm. You don't take food into a different place. So no, I find it a bit weird. I disagree very strongly. Do you? Mm. I feel this system has been in place for some years now. They can't just suddenly impose this tax, this stealth tax. Also, I don't like that they're charging per slice. That's greedy. Seven pounds yeah. forty one restaurant for two uses of the knife. Mm. And what's That's if you more than have... a hitman charge. Seven pound forty per person. Is it? Yes. You see, I think they must calculate it on what if you'd all yeah, that you, pudding. Yeah, what it would what cost. that would have cost. I yeah, think, but you could get a KFC bucket for that. Yeah, but you, you, you know what you're doing—you're eating your own food and you're having the joy of eating out, and you don't want to pay the extra bit. I mean, I I went out the other night and uh, it was me and a couple of mates, and on the next table was two very old men mm. with two young Japanese girls, mm. and. It was like having a cabaret. We spent the entire... It made the <laughs> evening. It absolutely made the evening. We talked about it all night. We just thought it was the most hilarious thing we'd ever seen, with a, with a hint of horror. <laughs> and, see, if if we'd had to eat at home, we wouldn't. you wouldn't get those no. kind of thrills. So if you're going to eat in someone's place, you've got to pay for the privilege, surely. No, I'm sorry, Frank, I, I don't agree with you. I, I think they're greedy. You... Mm. Restauranteurs. Well, I... This... Same restaurant. When I was leaving, you know, you pay, you put your coat in the coat room, and mm. then you give them, uh, give them a tip for keeping your coat or some mm. coatage. Mm. Coatage, <laughs> yeah. And I, I always give a pound. I think a pound's yes. a nice yeah. round figure. So um, I got the impression this was quite a posh restaurant that a pound wasn't quite enough for the. Uh, so what the woman did, there was a plate with the tips on. Oh, I don't like that. I gave her the pound in her hand oh. when she brought the coat, and she put it, she didn't put it in the plate, she put it on the side, oh. as if I'll put it in the plate when it's a big enough amount to bother yeah. to move across. <laughs> he probably gave that to me by mistake. I'll wait to see if he yeah, takes it back. Yeah, exactly. We'll put that down while you find the rest I of the tip. I don't like the way they leave a little saucer for money, because there's only ever about 50p in it. Oh no! This is all. This was all pounds and two oh, pound really? coins. Well, also like the it. the fragrance fragrance sprayers in the ladies as well. Mm. There's a lot of pressure with that. You yeah. don't have any of this. No. But, well, they do have. We do get the odd fragrance sprayer in these <laughs> gents, but I just I just put a brave face on it. <laughs> but they have cologne in the gents, don't they? In these high class. But do you get these? But you know, you get in in night spots. You get a lady there with sweets, makeup, deodorant, mm. all yeah. sorts. Are you honestly going to accept sweets in a public lavatory? No. I mean, they must be laden with bacteria. 
Well, they should have a pick and mix next to the urinal. <laughs> they should have two urinals that aren't used as urinals. They've just got candy and you can help yourself yeah. on the way. I mean, you know, let's, let's go the whole hog. I don't really go to the sort of places where people come over and hand you a paper towel and then expect a £2 tip for it. Well, in fact, Frank, Sophie Omogbokpu, whose work you're familiar with, of was course. one such lady. Yes, um, uh, a woman who had an altercation with uh, mm. Cheryl Tweedy, mm. I think we're yeah, talking yeah. at the time. Mm. Yeah, I... Um, so I I understand the cakeage thing. I think mm. you, I don't think you should take your own food to a restaurant. I think that's that's rule number one in a restaurant. Yeah. Rule number two: see if you can get next to the elderly men and Japanese young girls. It's like being at the theatre. It's like taking a book a book to the theatre, isn't it? Or... I just sat back and I thought, you know, I know we, we we mock the modern world and all that, but you know, the internet. It's a isn't it a brilliant thing? It's brought these people together like this. People from <laughs> different sides of the planet, different ages, different cultures. Here they are together, living off each other like parasitic fish. I wonder what they talk. What were they talking about? I don't think they were talking. <laughs> um, no, the, the old men were talking and the girls were laughing and holding their hands over their mouths when they laughed. What were the, the old men saying? I think they were telling stories from uh... about their first wives. No, I think they were they were doing. I tell you what, it reminded me of um, an Elvis Presley live album. And you'd hear him say something not that funny, and everyone in the band absolutely cracks up with laughter. And these blokes were saying stuff like, uh, So, um, would you like uh, maybe a steak? And the girls are going, <laughs> And like they, you know, like he was doing a fantastic cabaret. Oh, money. I know we knock it, but it, it can open doors. It makes magic, doesn't it? I, I believe it does. To anyone listening who doesn't have money, can we say that Absolute Radio is profoundly anti-capitalist? No commercials, I think. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.